From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. It is Wellness Wednesday. We, we take a uh, closer look at issues related to your health. And uh, I, you know what? I just thought we're starting a new year. There's been a lot of developments on the cancer front. We have not spoken with uh, Dr. Francisco Contreras in a while. Uh, he's kind of my go-to guy on all things cancer because his operation at Oasis of Hope, um, even though it's, uh, it's on the other side of the planet, um, they just they just do stuff that I wish all cancer treatment centers did. Uh, they uh, they combine immunotherapies. They combine uh, traditional uh, medical uh, uh, orthodox approaches and they, and they come up with the best solution for the the patient. And I don't, I don't say this for any other reason. I saw them do this for my mom when I was a teenager. Um, they, she, she had been given four to six months to live. Uh, they came in, uh, they were ex- able to extend her life between four to six years. I don't remember exactly how, how many, but it was, uh, it was significant. And then we were able to have that time with my mom a gift i will never 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 uh forget but dr francisco Contreras will be here and we're gonna we're gonna break down some of the new treatments uh, maybe you got that horrible news just before the holidays and this was your first holidays dealing with the 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 c word in your life um it does not have to be a death sentence and so tonight we're gonna we're gonna spread some hope from the oasis of hope with dr francisco Contreras. looking forward to that um, we are in the election cycle season, so with all due apologies to uh, <laughs> uh, Mom Idala, who does not like it when I uh, deal with political stuff, I, I do feel like I need to touch on this. Uh, you know that because of the Iowa caucus being done on Monday, that the whole universe has, for the next six days, turned its entire gaze upon the little sliver of New Hampshire. And evidently, this is supposed to mean something. Um, the half dozen people that they're going to have vote up there i'm kidding but it is it is a very um small tiny little representation of the country that is different than iowa which i i I always kind of enjoy the fact that iowa and new hampshire are so different because you kind of get a feel for what the heartland's like with uh, iowa you you get a feel for i guess a little bit of what the the northeast is like with new hampshire it's not really the east coast because New Hampshire is a little more libertarian than I would say that a lot of the East Coast feels. But it is distinctively different. You have more moderates and liberals that, that live in New Hampshire than they do in Iowa. And so you get a, a very different feel. But I, I just want to remind everybody, I'm on record as of six weeks ago predicting what's going to happen in the four races. I said that, that Trump was going to win big in Iowa. I said that he will win definitively in new hampshire i don't know that it's going to be a runaway train uh the way uh, iowa was he he's going to have a bigger win in nevada than he had in iowa which is the the next one uh, after new hampshire uh it's they they do caucuses and then uh then he's going to come back to the south carolina primary and he's going to beat nikki haley head-to-head former governor of the state of south carolina popular governor she did good stuff for that state if I had lived in South Carolina, I would have I would have voted for. Her. But I think he's gonna I think he's gonna beat her head to head in South Carolina. I think he's gonna go four zero out of the chute, and I think that the money is gonna dry up for the for the also rands. And people were saying, oh well, you know Haley's within striking distance. Okay, let's let's take a look at the polls in New Hampshire uh, tonight and see what's going on. 
there there is a brand new poll they have been they've not had a lot of new polls in new hampshire they have one like every couple of days or whatever it's not quite like some of the other uh, big horse race states um but with six days out um president trump's at 50 percent of likely voters in the poll um everybody said if he didn't get to 50 percent in iowa he was going to be in trouble because if you could add up all the other guys the Ramaswamy and Christie and Haley and DeSantis, if you could add them all up and they made 50%, then he was in trouble because he was going to be a minority, majority kind of guy. Well, he's at 50% in New Hampshire. He's actually above 50%. Um, as of tonight, Haley's new poll in New Hampshire is 34. Uh which is not the best she's been at because that's a 16 point differential. Uh, she had been as close Well, in the CNN poll, she had been at seven, but that was nobody believed that that was a real poll. <laughs> she had been between 12 and 15 in most other polls at her closest peak. She is at 16% now. Uh, DeSantis has dropped to 5%. And 6% say that they haven't decided, and 3% are backing other candidates. Candidates that aren't on the tickets anymore. <laughs> so I, I don't know why they still vote for him. If, if the person you're voting for is not on the ballot, I mean, they're not in the race anymore, why, why vote for him? Seems odd. But uh, the poll was conducted Monday through Tuesday night of this week. Um, and I, I, I think it points to what I already said, that Trump's going to go to New Hampshire. Despite having trials, he's, he's been to New York and back out already since, since his win in Iowa. Um, but he's going he's gonna to be in New Hampshire much of the rest of this week. And I think he comes away with another enormous win. And this time it'll be interesting because I think the Democrats vote, the Democrats voting the same day. I think they are, which they didn't in Iowa the, because the party made some sort of deal with, with another state. I, think, I guess it's South Carolina. They want South Carolina to be the first Democrat uh, primary now held or caucus or whatever. So I don't, I don't know if Democrats are voting next week or not, but the, the, they're not getting much publicity anyway. And uh, Trump is sucking up all the oxygen. It's going to be interesting to see. But for all the people that have been, you know, doomsdaying that, he, you know, he's done, everything's over, he has no energy, there's no, there's no support, there's no, you know, lifeline to his base. I'm not seeing that. What I see is a committed standing in seven degree below zero cold commitment to go and get him on the ballot. And it'll be interesting to see this binary choice. If, if it goes through that way, this binary choice between what you've had for the last three years and what you had prior to that, because that's going to be, it's going to be the difference. Did you want an economy that was working or did you want one that had really not great, not great Bob status to it. Uh, so that's, that's what's going on there. Uh, they've broken down some of the support Trump has, um, well, amongst Republicans in New Hampshire. And remember, the New Hampshire primary, anybody can vote in any race. So you don't have to be a Republican to vote in the Republican primary. But the new poll shows Trump with a lead of 61-34 over Haley among Republicans. And they're about even when it comes to independence. So... I would say that he's he's in he's in line for a pretty good pretty good win next week. But we'll we'll take it one step at a time. All right, it is wellness night. So what we're going to do is we're going to focus on wellness coming up next. Uh, Dr. Francisco Contreras rejoins us. He was with us twice in 2023, giving us some encouraging news about cancer treatment these days. And uh, before we're done, some final thoughts. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. 
Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have Mr. Mike Connors join me, as he does once a week, to answer one of your real-life questions. Mike, this week comes from Brian in Brooklyn. He says, I live in Brooklyn with my mother. She's not well and, in fact, getting worse. I work full-time and can't be there to look after her. I don't want to put her in a nursing home. Is there anything else I can do? Uh, Mike Connors. Well, yes, uh, especially since mom lives in New York City. If mom puts her all her assets in a trust, let's say during the month of January, on February 1st, she can apply for home care services through home care Medicaid. If she has a lot of assets and she transfers them to the trust, let's say in January and February, on March 1st, she can apply for home care Medicaid. Now, this program will change sometime next year. The city hasn't said when they will end the no look back period to apply for home care Medicaid, but they said it will end sometime in 2025. So we've got at least this year. So Frank living in Brooklyn puts his mother's assets in a trust in January or February. He can, she can apply for home care Medicaid services on March 1st. And there are a lot of good programs in New York. There are programs where she can hire a home, home attendant, including a, you know, a family member. Well, let's uh, let's hope that that is, in fact, the good news that uh, Brian is looking for. Friends, maybe you've got a similar question. Uh, reach out to Connors and Sullivan. They are there for you. They have five convenient locations, and they are more than willing to help you assess where you're at and what kind of help you might need. 718-238-6500 is that number. 718-238-6500. And then be listening because Mike loves to answer your questions, and he will take those at askmikeconnors at gmail.com, askmikeconnors at gmail.com, and then be listening uh, not only for him to answer questions with me, Kevin McCullough, but also on Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA, and Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very hey. fortunate to have a great American story, hey. Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Of all the boys, boys, boys. And now, boys, from boys, New York, boys, boys, back to boys, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin boys, McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us uh, back on the Wednesday Wellness Edition of the broadcast. And uh, this time of year is always a very difficult year, um, a difficult time of year for me. Uh, when I was 17, just in high school, 1987, uh, my mother passed away just before the Christmas holidays. Uh, December seventh, nineteen eighty-seven, and there was this um, there was this kind of pall that just got kind of cast on all of my December's uh, following that. But I had to look back and say, you know what? There were times uh, that uh, she, after she was diagnosed with her cancer, that uh, we had a few more Christmases together and a few more holidays together, and I, I cherished those. Uh, even though it is something that I look back and remember on. And I was thinking, you know, here in the beginning of the new year, uh, in the cold months when uh, some people may have just received the news for the first time 
that they are uh, going to be dealing with cancer either in their own person or somebody in their uh, close family i thought why not bring some hope to their life one of the places my mom found hope and in fact i believe had her life extended uh, significantly she was she was diagnosed with about four to six months to live when she was first uh, diagnosed and she ended up living nearly four years longer than that um, and I think a lot of it had to do with the work of my next guest, Dr. Francisco Contreras and his uh, father and the work of the Oasis of Hope in Tijuana, Mexico, which is where she was able to end up uh, getting to. Dr. Francisco Contreras, welcome back to Calvin McCullough. It's good to see you, and I hope you're having a happy new year thus far. Well, happy new year to you, too, and to your audience. Thank you very much for having me. I want to I start with um, the, the beginning of the process, Dr. Uh, I've talked to a lot of oncologists and the the hardest I think part of of that job is breaking the initial news to someone. And I'm just curious if someone did receive this news um maybe just going into the holidays or maybe this was the first holidays where all of the family were together and they had the news together that they were going to deal with this. A few years ago cancer was kind of like a death sentence, but it does it have to be that way now? And what are your thoughts about people who have been just diagnosed, just received the word, just hearing the news recently? What are what are some of your kind of best practices and how you tell people to think about their diagnosis and, and what comes next? Well, precisely that, that cancer is not a death sentence, that there are uh, many things that people can do to survive, uh, to control cancer and even to get rid of it. And thank God, you know, the, the new uh, research is showing that uh, promising things are, are, are in the horizon and true promising things, because I don't know if uh, your uh, audience knows this, but in 1972, uh, the government of the United States of America declared war uh, against cancer and they claimed that in 10 years they would find a cure. And here we are 50 some years later and still no cure and millions of people dying of cancer and that's why the gloom and doom but i believe that it was a, a, a philosophical problem not necessarily a technical problem that is you know there's a lot of brains behind this there's a lot of money behind this uh there's a lot of committed people researching cancer but the philosophy was to destroy tumors and in the process of destroying tumors people were dying because the treatments were so aggressive and so at the basis of hope, 60 years ago, we began with the premise that it was much better to provide resources to the patients for them to, to heal themselves, meaning we would work for their immune system. And thank God now, conventional medicine is now finally going in that direction. And many new <clears throat> immunotherapies are being developed that are providing patients with much better results and with much better quality of life. So, so there is definitely a hope uh, for all of those patients that have now cancer, that have been just diagnosed. There's tremendous hope, and, and, and I hope that, that, that you uh, 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 are, are able to share this uh, uh, news uh, in this new year to your audience because uh, they have a lot to, 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 to deal, uh, a lot of tools and, 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 and new therapies to deal with cancer in a much better way. Many more so, for sure, than my mom did in 1987. Um, let's let's talk about this for a second. In fact, you just mentioned um, the kind of divide between um, immunotherapy and nutrition and kind of holistic health and uh, the medical world. And last week I had a doctor uh, on this uh, particular night of broadcast and I, I mentioned the kind of divide between um, the, the natural medicine and the long time, uh, you know, kind of history of some of that up against the uh, the medical world. And I, I made some reference about, you know, they kind of they, they, they don't get along with each other. And she she as a medical doctor stopped me and she said, no, she said the medical doctors have declared war on the natural medicine for a long, long time. But uh, she said that's changing. And she's about the seventh or eighth. I would say MD or a physician that has said that to me in the last couple of years. And I feel really good about that because what you just hit on, I think is so vital because uh, the body works both with its own immune capabilities 
and with the kind of chemical nutrition kind of stuff that we've figured out can help it as well. Do you think that that divide is is kind of coming to an end that we're not going to have this kind of push and pull between nutrition and medicine anymore? I think that that it is. Uh, when I uh, deal with uh, oncologists my age, they're completely closed. But the younger generation is much more open because they're frustrated uh, of all the research and everything that has happened, and, and, and you know, more people die of cancer every year instead of uh, the other way around. Uh, so yes, the, the younger generation is a lot more open to. Uh, nutrition to you know the emotional and spiritual aspects uh, of of a terminal quote unquote disease. Uh, so yes, I, I I feel hopeful that in the near future we'll be able to be more integrated as we have worked. You know right. Uh, well, and I want to say the Oasis of Hope is kind of an example of that integration because you 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 don't decline med- traditional medical options. And you also uh, bring to the table the new therapies, the immunotherapies, the nutritional aspects of this as well. And then you also have that emotional, spiritual side that you uh, that you add to it as well. Uh, just real quickly before this first break, uh, Dr. Contreras, um, what did we learn about? Just just give me one thing that that we discovered about cancer in 23 that we didn't know before last year. Uh, there's a number of mutations that provoke the the production of certain proteins that benefit cancer that we can target and destroy, and that will benefit the patient by not allowing the cancer to to grow and, and proliferate. That is that is incredible. When we come back from this first break, I want to delve a little more into this. We're talking to Dr. Francisco Contreras of the Oasis of Hope, oasisofhope.com on the Internet. If you would like to know more, a genuine place where my mom found uh, great help uh, in her time of cancer. And that was 40 years ago. Uh, so it's it's been uh, a wonderful uh, place in our life, in our family. And I strongly recommend it as well. Coming right back. It's Wellness Wednesday. Stay here. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting another Republican presidential debate has been canceled after Nikki Haley's refusal to participate in any forum that doesn't include ex-president Donald Trump. CNN announced Wednesday its Sunday debate is off. ABC and WMUR-TV a day earlier called off their Thursday debate. Haley says she'll only take part in debates if Trump is on stage. A power line fell on a car in Portland, Oregon on Wednesday, killing three people and injuring a baby during an ice storm that turned roads and mountain highways treacherous in the Pacific Northwest. The power line crashed into the car after being drawn down by the branch of a large tree. It's believed the car's passengers died when they exited the vehicle and became charged with electricity. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 94 points, the Nasdaq dropped 88. More details at srnnews.com. Dr. Sebastian Gorka here, inviting you to follow me on a cruise to Alaska this 4th of July weekend. It will be the adventure of a lifetime. Reserve your cabin today. Call 855-565-5519 or patriotsalaskacruise.com. Hi, Sam Bellino here. AM 970 The Answer is hosting two events this month to introduce you to the opportunities of working in broadcasting. The events take place Tuesday, January 23rd and Thursday, January 25th at our offices and studios on Broadway. They're free to attend, but you must call ahead to be put on the guest list. 212-857-9631. That's 212-857-9631 and ask for the business office. See you at one of these two events like am 970 the answer then don't forget to like us on facebook interact with us share your thoughts about your favorite shows give feedback to our hosts share your opinion on hot topics learn about events and more am 970 the listen to us online at am 970 the answer.com tune in iheart alexa or odyssey.com 
You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow 6-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code Joe P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code Joe P to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you heard? Michaels of Brooklyn. They went from 50% to 75%. They are now at 100% capacity, and by reservation, following all the CDC guidelines, they can ensure your safety and the health of their patrons and employees. And now's the time that you can get back to Michaels of Brooklyn and have some of that authentic Italian food. Celebrate Michaels of Brooklyn 100% capacity by joining the Sauce of the Month Club. You'll get a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta, and biscotti each month for about six months. Each month, receive exquisite sauces ranging from arrabbiata to putanesca and of course their fresh marinara they're family owned and operated it's authentic everything is made completely from scratch even the sauce that they sell in the grocery stores nationwide they make it right there at michaels of brooklyn visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com join their sauce of the month club that's michaelsofbrooklyn.com or call 718-988-7851 for reservations that's 718-988-7851 michaels of brooklyn serving the community since 1960 Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. And we're back uh, taking a look at health on a, on a Wellness Wednesday, and thankful to have with us Dr. Francisco Contreras, who is the uh, founder's son of the Oasis of Hope, and he is now the, uh, the, the chief bottle washer, I guess. You're in charge of all of it, Dr. Contreras. You, uh, they say if you're, if you're the one sweeping the floor or turning out the lights at night, uh, then you're the one that's in charge. And uh, I know that as a family, because you didn't treat my mom, uh, your your dad did, uh, but as a family, you guys really take the legacy of what you've developed here very seriously. For people that are just new to are listening to us tonight, just give us the nutshell kind of story of, of how Oasis of Hope came about. Well, my father was a very renowned and, and, and conventional orthodox oncologist that was frustrated with, with the results. And he came to the conclusion that the main reason was that doctors were not taking into account the emotional and spiritual needs of patients. That was the first thing that he wanted to change. And so he had to separate himself from the uh, uh, orthodox oncology and and started uh, providing patients with emotional and spiritual support. Thereafter, uh, uh, he he was uh, open to alternatives and started working with Latril in the 60s and the results were just amazing and he became very infamous uh, uh, because uh, the United States of America was completely against uh, Latril and they thought that it was you know poison because the active ingredient is cyanide and it kills tumors by uh, cyanide poisoning so they were very afraid of that but results showed that it was very effective mm-hmm. and so he was then able to uh, uh, combine or marry the conventional side that he uh, knew very well with the alternative and then with the emotional spiritual spiritual support and he was the one that coined the word holistic medicine um, and, and so that's the background of how uh, uh, Oasis started and of course we have evolved in, in therapies and in our uh, approach to cancer and we have been very successful in helping many, many patients survive cancer, live with cancer, and 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 uh, also to die with dignity, because uh, therapies uh, conventional against uh, cancer can be very devastating, hmm. especially with chemotherapy. Yeah. 
Um, but just as a word of uh, encouragement, you, you guys started with a very small operation and, and now you service what 300 uh, beds uh, at your current facility. What's what's the how did how did that that growth change? Well, <clears throat> we've grown. The, the hospital is quite large, but it's a, we have many services here. In oncology, we have about 60 beds, which, okay. which is a large uh, uh, facility for, for an oncological center right in Mexico with not many resources. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's important to note. Well, part of the reason that uh, I know that my mom sought you guys out was because of the spiritual uh, side of it. Uh, there's, a, there's a distinctly Christian uh, aspect of your treatment. Um, and as I've talked with uh, many people, uh, Dr. Douglas Howard of Balance of Nature and, and others, there, there does seem to be a very forgotten piece of medicine that is that that we are spiritual beings. And that how important is it that that people understand that aspect of themselves when they're dealing with any disease? Well, uh, there are many studies that show that uh, your emotional responses depend on your spiritual fortitude. Uh, and and that, that is very important to us. There's no question that emotions, positive or negative or functional or dysfunctional, will impact the way your immune system works. Hmm. So when you have functional responses, emotional functional responses, what I mean by this is that you, you have the fortitude to say, you know, this is, this is what is happening to me. I'm going to do the best that I can. And now I'm going to rely on God and I'm going to enjoy the day. That's when patients are able to free themselves from, the, from, from this hook of cancer of death. Uh, and and uh, the results are so much better. Uh, again, there are many studies that show that positive patients respond better than negative patients and so on and so forth. So for us, that is very important. But the, 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 the main reason why people would have, would have functional emotional responses to very negative uh, information is their spiritual fortitude. And, and that's why we provide those resources to our patients. And yeah. this will work for them much, much better. And, uh, you know, uh, people that have good immune systems, uh, immune systems that work 100%, they will not develop cancer. That's why we know... You know, the old lady, a uh, uh, neighbor that drank, that smoked, that only ate junk food, and she's 90 and enjoying health and no cancer whatsoever. It's because her immune system, she was just born with an incredible immune system. But most of us are, are, are born with not as good as immune system, but we can take care of it and we can improve it. Yeah. And that improves the chances of survival. So uh, this is just, friends, just a little sample of the type of stuff that you get at, at Oasis of Hope. Uh, go online, oasisofhope.com, and check it out. When we come back, I want to ask Dr. Contreras about the, the, the big changes. Every month, every week, it seems like there's new news about what's going on in cancer. And, of course, Oasis of Hope uh, knows both the medical and the um, immunotherapy side. And we'll get into some of the biggest developments of last year when we continue. Stay here. Metaxas explains the significance of church. We have to wake up those who call themselves Christians to understand how vital it is that we get in the fight. If the church doesn't understand its job, its role to speak out against evil, to stand against evil, to fight against evil, if they just say, oh no, no we're just doing church, we're just preaching the gospel. If you don't get the role of the church, evil wins. The Eric Metaxas Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. I'm Ference Toth, host of the Your Personal Bank Show. I use common sense as an entrepreneur, financial literacy educator, and speaker to understand how current events affect our money, economy, and our freedom. Grow your money safely, reduce taxes, increase returns, and create positive arbitrage with Your Personal Bank. Tune in Saturdays at 4 p.m. or contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. The Your Personal Bank Show with Ference, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 970 The Answer. 
We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then, we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Mike Gallagher believes Americans have had it. The Fulton County uh, District Attorney who is persecuting Trump for election integrity, and she is evidently up to her eyeballs in a massive personal scandal. Americans are not going to stand for this kind of obscenity. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you heard? Michaels of Brooklyn. They went from 50% to 75%. They are now at 100% capacity. And by reservation, following all the CDC guidelines, they can ensure your safety and the health of their patrons and employees. And now's the time that you can get back to Michaels of Brooklyn and have some of that authentic Italian food. Celebrate Michaels of Brooklyn 100% capacity by joining the Sauce of the Month Club. You'll get a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta, and biscotti each month for about six months. Each month, receive exquisite sauces ranging from Arrabbiata to Putinesca, and of course, their fresh marinara. They're family-owned and operated. It's authentic. Everything is made completely from scratch. Even the sauce that they sell in the grocery stores nationwide, they make it right there at Michaels of Brooklyn. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Join their Sauce of the Month Club. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com, or call 718-988-7851 for reservations. That's 718-988-7851. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. The next disaster is coming. The time to get ready is now. Make a plan. Identify meetup locations and people you'll need to contact. And keep your contact list somewhere safe. Build a kit with enough food and water for three days. And don't forget your pets. Keep seven days of medication on hand. Work with your pharmacist and insurance company to get the extra doses. Make copies of important documents. And keep them on your phone, in the cloud, or on a USB stick. Stay informed. Note area hazards. Take courses in CPR and first aid. And sign up for local alerts. Be ready. Learn more at americares.org slash send us in. I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call. AM 970, the answer. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Ooh, what a little moonlight. And we're back. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Also, very glad to have my uh, honored guest, Dr. Francisco Contreras, uh, the esteemed leader of the Oasis of Hope Work. And if you would like any information about them, they do have offices in the U.S., uh, but their main. Um, oncological center is uh, in tijuana mexico but you can go online and read more about them a oasis of hope.com my own personal story is my mom before she uh, uh passed away from cancer uh, actually had her life extended i believe through the very good work of these uh, incredible people and what they have done for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people since then uh dr francisco Contreras, uh before we went on the air today uh you said you know kevin there's always new things uh, coming about and some very exciting things when it comes to uh, treatments specifically um, for people that are on the cancer journey and they don't quite know what they're they're deciding to do yet. What are a couple of the encouraging things that we've seen both from the traditional and from the uh, immunotherapy side? Well, the, the most interesting thing is that chemotherapy is going to be a thing of the past in the next probably decade. Uh, there wow. Not been one new chemotherapy developed in the last 10 years. 
Uh, and, and that's very good news because that's the most uh, scary thing for patients that, oh, I have cancer and they're going to give me chemotherapy, my hair is going to fall off, I'm going to be vomiting. All of those things are, are going to be a thing of the past. And the reason for that is that we're, we're, we're now being able to uh, make a, a genetic profile of the tumors and tumor mutations cause proteins to be formed that benefit the cancer, as I mentioned before. And now we can target the production of those uh, uh, proteins so that we can block either the production or the function and the, tum the tumors then will suffer and, and, and not grow or even be destroyed with this new targeted therapies. The challenge there is that tumors have many mutations. People need a lot of, uh, uh, of these targeted therapies and they're extremely expensive. So one targeted therapy is about $10,000 a month on average. So imagine if you need four or five, it's, it's terribly expensive. But at least I think we're moving on the right direction. And many of these targeted therapies are not just anti-tumor. Some of them are now being developed that are immune stimulating or very uh, immune targeting against, uh, uh, against tumors. And, and so that's very exciting. On the other hand, uh, very personalized vaccines <clears throat> against cancer uh, have been uh, uh, developed in America and uh, they have not yet been approved, but many of them have been approved in Mexico. And we are able to use those for our patients. So those are vaccines that we developed specifically for a patient with their tumor tissue or tumor circulating cells. And, and the results have been amazing. And we've made now progress with, with the development of these uh, vaccines. They're based on dendritic cells, cells that maintain all of the information uh, uh, about things that have happened in the past so that they can attack uh, uh, whatever bacteria or, or, or virus or fungi. And, and now we are able to teach those cells to attack cancer. And uh, so I'm very excited, excited to mention that we're, we're just now starting to apply a new uh, uh, dendritic cell vaccine based on, on new information that is coming out. So it's very exciting. We are very excited here at the Oasis of Hope uh, because of all of these developments, both in the orthodox world and in the alternative. Yeah, well, both of those sound really incredible. And I think that, you know, following COVID, people have, you know, vaccine uh, fatigue a little bit uh, from that argument. But I want to make sure that I understand um, the vaccine you're talking about is it does not act like the mRNA. This is this is a true vaccine technology where Correct. your body is stimulated to uh, respond to that specific cell. This is the old school type of vaccine. And the fact that you're able to target those proteins to keep to kind of, you know, nip them in the bud so that they don't multiply, um, that seems to be a, a massive, you know, helpful step in the direction of, of ultimately maybe finding a cure. Unquestionably. And uh, we, that, that's why we're, we're all very excited, because if, if we are able to to uh, block the power source of the cancer, we can help the patients much, much better without destroying, <clears throat> destroying any of the uh, healthy health material, which is the yeah. biggest problem with chemotherapy and radiation therapy. I remember just this last year hearing about the uh, laser, is it the laser knife uh, for the first time, which is a, a radiational treatment, but it's, but it's so precise and it's able to like only affect whatever cells they target. So like, the ability to not touch cellular material around the tumor has really improved even from something as uh, strongly powerful as radiation. Tremendously. Radiation therapy has improved a lot. So there, there are new types of machines that uh, 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 actually just radiate the tumor. And in fact, they have like a GPS. So even when the patient is, is, is breathing in and breathing out and obviously the tumor moves up and down, Right. The machine is able to detect that and, 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 and move with the tumor and just radiate the tumor. There's a new oh. type of proton beam radiation where the beam comes into the tumor and is activated actually when it hits the tumor and is deactivated when it leaves the tumor. 
so that the surrounding tissue is minimally uh, affected by radiation. I mean, considering how clumsy early radiation was, this is really a miracle that, uh, that they've come up with here. Yes, yes. Uh, so there's a lot of new toys available in radiation that are very good for the patients yeah. and, and, and that we as oncologists can use more safely uh, uh, for the benefit of our patients. In our final minute together, uh, Dr. Contreras, uh, if a family is uh, on the journey and they're discovering whether or not their loved one has cancer or not, what's one tip you would give them? Information is, is paramount. Unfortunately, now it's complicated because there's so much information on the, on the internet uh, that, that can be confusing. I would recommend that you read a book that I read, The, the Art and Science of, of, uh, un, uh, of Dismantling Cancer. Uh, you can find that on our website for free, oasisofhope.com. And, and I gather here information in lay terms, both on the conventional and on the alternative. And that way, a patient can have, you know, uh, a broad spectrum uh, analysis of what is available to them, and then they can choose what they feel is best for yeah. them. That's called the Art and Science of Dismantling Cancer. Correct. And uh, it's available at oasisofhope.com, and you said it's for free. So I want people to uh, take note of that and maybe pass that on if you know somebody that's dealing with this. Thank you for all that you're doing to help people experience a healthier day. Thank you. This is the book. Yeah, and uh, again, go to oasisofhope.com, the art and science of dismantling cancer. Uh, You'll see it there listed, and you can request a copy. Uh, Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. (laughs) So tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Paramus Sunrise Rotary is hosting its first ever dinner and comedy night on January 26th at Visitations Church Hall located at 234 North Fairview Avenue in Paramus, New Jersey. A six excellent comedian lineup that will be performing all family-friendly material. Food provided by the excellent DR Catering along with soft drinks and if you like, BYOB for your adult beverages. All proceeds supporting CF Limitless, a wonderful organization providing scholarships to college-age students living with cystic fibrosis. So come and join the Paramus Sunrise Rotary and DR Catering at Visitation Church Hall in Paramus, New Jersey on January 26th at 6.30 for dinner and great comedy starting at 7.30. All for the great price of only $45. Buy your tickets now at linkpages.pro backslash Paramus Comedy 2024. That's linkpages.pro backslash Paramus Comedy 2024. See you there on January 26th at 6.30. You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the MySlippers, Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code Joe P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code Joe P to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970. TheAnswer.com. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Final few minutes. Um, you know, I only am aware of this because my bride is a big um, kind of royal file. She loves, she loves to follow the royals. She watched every episode of The Crown. Uh, I watched most of them with her. But um, she really, really likes to stay up to date on what they're doing. And when Queen Elizabeth was admitted to the hospital back in October of 2021, first the public learned of it came out on a front page story in the sun uh she didn't really want people to make a fuss or whatever but royal reporters had been told she was advised to rest but not that she was in the hospital and that led to you know questions why being so secret why being so secret so now the royal family has decided to handle things differently so today they made twin announcements of um hospitalizations um Catherine, 42, Prince William's uh, Kate, um, was admitted to the hospital yesterday. She had some sort of uh, abdominal surgery. She says it's, um, it was planned, so there wasn't anything, I guess, salacious or anything about that. Um, and also eager to avoid speculation, Buckingham Palace announced that the king is going to be treated for an enlarged prostate this week. Uh, they were stressing that his condition is benign. He's 75. It'll be a corrective procedure uh, sometime next week, I guess. And uh, the king's public engagements will be postponed for just a very short period for recuperation. And then he'll be back at the at the helm. Um, Kate's going to be in the hospital a little bit longer. And not expected to um, return to public en- engagements for a little bit longer than that. So, uh, it it's just interesting how we had Lloyd Austin, our secretary of defense who went to the hospital and told nobody <laughs> and you have the King and the uh, princess uh, in England. And they, they have to make announcements. They, they have to tell the world. Um, it's not always something that you would probably even want to do, but they're being forced to do it because of who they are. And as my brother-in-law is getting ready for deployment uh, for another trip around the world on his carrier, literally. Um, Secretary Austin's refusal to tell people that he was incapacitated really did stir a lot of concern with people. And I I just hope that, um, well, maybe we can be a little bit less concerned about how, you know, whatever those concerns are, because it's just, it's the right thing to do. Uh, Secretary of Austin, he is working from home now. He's he's back home from the hospital and he's tending to uh, things daily, which is important because we're kind of at war with the Hooties, which the administration did today say deserve to be on the terror terrorist list. They had taken them off. Glad they're back on. That's why we're bombing them so that they can uh, stop creating danger for us and others of our allies in the Gulf. All right, Kevin McCullough, thanking you for being with us tonight. Now, tomorrow night, we're going to talk legal issues, uh, and obviously lots going on with uh, the different trials and the different uh, machinations of you know, elections and so forth. So there's plenty to dis- discuss tomorrow night. And then on Friday, uh, be back for the fun Friday edition with Christine Nicholas and the gang. Hope you'll join us then. Kevin McCullough saying thank you so much. We'll see you soon. <laughs>